0: Some of you in here today that don't even know what life truly is meant to be like. And he's going to make you realize today that there's so much more to life than you've been experiencing. It is Freedom and Deliverance Sunday here at Awaken Church. God is so good. Oh, what a perfect song. The enemy thought he had me, but Jesus said you are mine. Jesus said you are his today. In any area of your life where the enemy has been wreaking havoc or holding your back or putting a ceiling over your life, can I tell you today that Jesus calls you his. And he's gonna set you free. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, worship team. So beautiful. Thank you for everything, you guys. Go ahead and take your seats. Say hello to someone next to you. It was so fun to see all the new hands today. Welcome. You came on an awesome Sunday. Oh, so good. Uh, Well, like we said, it's Freedom and Deliverance Sunday. And the title of my message today is King Jesus. I'm just going to say it out the front. We're going to remind ourselves that Jesus is king today over every circumstance and every situation in our lives. Uh, But I want to ask a question, how many of you have never heard a message on deliverance or freedom, just by a show of hands? Like I'm sure there's a lot of you, because I I grew up in a church and 26 years I never heard a message about this. Okay, great. Amazing. Well, it's going to be wonderful today. I'm so glad that you're in the building. So it is Freedom Week. I love Awaken Church in January. (laughs) We've had our Shredder Sunday where we shredded everything through those shredding machines that we didn't want to take with us into 2024. And then we allowed God to speak through us on Vision Sunday to give us a vision for our future and the hopes that he had for us. And now we're coming upon Freedom and Deliverance Sunday, which I believe is so necessary because we got to deal with some things uh, so that we can make sure we can fulfill the dreams and the visions that he gave us last week. we got to get rid of some stuff to make sure that we can actually accomplish all the things that God wants us to accomplish in this life. So I love this Sunday in particular. And when it comes to freedom and deliverance, I know that many churches shy away from this topic. Uh, Most churches, I would say, don't address this topic from the platform or from the pulpit. Uh, But they tend to address these things privately behind closed doors. And I can understand maybe why they would do that. But I wanna tell you today why I personally have a problem when churches don't teach about biblical truths like this from the platform, is because my own testimony is that for 26 years, I was completely bound by a spirit of fear. I didn't even know there was such thing as a spirit of fear, but I was raised in church my entire life. And I would, I would get prayer for things and try to understand what was wrong with me. But I was riddled with, a, with fear that was so unrealistic and so uncontrollable. And that fear then made me have some insecurities. And then the fear made me want to operate under a spirit of control with everyone and everything in my life, because I was so afraid of being hurt or afraid of being abandoned or afraid of being rejected or whatever those fears were, I would try to control everyone and everything because to give me the illusion of safety that I wasn't gonna be hurt. And so then I spent all of my, my years controlling everyone and everything because I was afraid. These things dominated my entire life. I couldn't go an hour without an unrealistic, fearful thought entering my mind that would lead me to have anxiety and anxiety attacks that would debilitate me to be able to even to leave my house sometimes. And at that point, the church never taught about these things. So I tried to self-help my way out of everything. I went to all the counselors, went to therapy. I read all the books on trusting God, overcoming insecurities, overcoming fears. But I was always plagued with these things. And it wasn't until I was 26 years old that I encountered a Christian that had the courage to actually talk about the fullness of the gospel message that is in the word of God. It was in that moment at the age of 26 I encountered a Christian that could help me understand the biblical truths around demonic oppressive spirits. And how even demonic oppressive spirits can impact even a believer's life. And after I heard the truth, I realized that I, there was hope for my life, that I could maybe be set free from these things that have plagued me for so many years. And in one powerful encounter with King Jesus, I was set free from those troubling spirits of fear and anxiety and control. For decades, I tried to do it on my own and nothing I did worked. I was a well-meaning Christian, but nothing I did work. It wasn't until someone took authority and the power that they had through the name of Jesus Christ that I was set free, and my whole life changed in a moment. Absolutely, the uncontrollable fears and the anxieties were gone, but that doesn't mean they didn't try to come back. So then I began my journey of how, how to learn to keep my freedom and to not fall back into the same traps under that level of oppression because those things will still try to come, then you have to learn how to resist them and the devil will eventually flee in those areas. So freedom is a journey, but why I have a hard time when churches don't talk about these things because this captive was not set free until I was 26 years old. And I just wonder how many of us are in here today, and we've never heard teaching on this, we've never understood that believers can actually have demonic oppression in their lives, that can torment them, that can plague them, that can have ceilings over their lives, that can hold them back to keep them down, to keep them under things that God has already set you over to have victory in. How many of us are realizing we don't even know we're not even really living yet? Because we haven't experienced freedom and deliverance in our lives. And so that's why I love talking about this topic, to open our eyes, to begin to see that there might be more to our troubles than just something that we can self-help our way out of. And so maybe you were like me. I was so frustrated. I was angry. I felt ashamed. I felt hopeless that I was never, this was always going to be my lot in life, that I have to live with these fears and live with these things that ailed me. And I was so frustrated. So maybe you're in your day and you're frustrated because maybe you've been dealing with the same negative mindsets that you can't quite seem to break free from or sinful tendencies or behaviors or unhealthy patterns or maybe addictive behaviors or um, you know, ongoing sickness. Maybe there's depression or anxiety or all-consuming grief in your life. Maybe feelings of unworthiness. Uh, that, that plague you. Or maybe there's a cycle of poverty in your family or your family line and you can't ever quite seem to get ahead. Maybe there's a there's series of accidents that just keep happening in your family or there's lustful desires that no matter how hard you try, they keep coming back. Or maybe you don't just deal with anger, you actually have rage and you don't know where it comes from. Or maybe you suffer from feeling rejected wherever you go. Wherever you go, you never fully feel accepted or wanted in the crowd because you carry a spirit of rejection. Can I tell you today that all of those things are are like the uh, definition of things that plague people who are oppressed by demonic spirits. But I'm here to tell you today that King Jesus is in the building and everything can change in a moment. Everything can change in a moment. So I think think like some, one of the big misunderstandings around you know demonic oppression and freedom is that it's it's usually just depicted um, in very extreme ways, like how Hollywood does it with like the exorcisms and things like that. I'm here to tell you those things are actually very real and they're true and they're real experiences for people, especially those who have been very bound up in demonic things and witchcraft and and, and things of that nature. However, what I have found in my Christian life and being a pastor for a couple decades, it's it's the that, that demonic oppression in, in a believer's life usually is quite subtle. It, it kind of flies under the radar, it's very discreet. And I'll tell you why. Because if, if, the devil wants to oppress our lives and keep us bound and keep us not fulfilling all the things that God has for us. He's not going to be operating in and through your life and like make your eyes roll back into your head on the daily and like foam at the mouth and growl at people. Because if you were doing that, we'd be like, wow, they need deliverance. Let's get them set free from demonic oppression. No, he doesn't do that. He's very subtle and discreet. Just making you believe things like, well, I'm just a fearful person or I'm just that way or my family always is sick or this or, you know, everyone just gets divorced in my family. Like, he may so subtle because he doesn't want to expose himself so he just he just um inhibits you so subtly to actually keep you from all the things that God has for you and so a lot of times we don't even realize that there's demonic oppression happening in our lives so for me the spirit of fear wasn't going to kill me all right it was I wasn't afraid that I was going to die with like this spirit of fear it wasn't going to take my life but I'm going to tell you it robbed me every day it robbed me of peace, it robbed me of joy, it robbed me of trusting God. It was robbing me of, of joy in my relationships. It was bringing so much destruction to my relationship with John because I was so afraid I couldn't trust him. And I tried to control everything he did, and I was a total psycho. So, so, so it was, the fear wasn't going to kill me, but it robbed me every day. And so that's what I'm saying. It, it inhibits you just enough to impact your life so you're not ever able to live the abundantly above life that God has promised us. And so I think our eyes are gonna be awakened today and a lot of us are gonna realize today that we don't need another self-help book or we don't need another coaching session or we don't need another counseling session. What we need is a powerful encounter with King Jesus who is here to set the captives free from demonic oppression, whether it be little, small, or large. Jesus is in the building today. And I'm here to declare this verse over you Luke 3:18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free. So today, a lot of times when I, I talk about this topic, I do a ton of teaching because I know there's so little teaching around it, and I want to make sure everyone understands everything, so they realize they need freedom. And but I really felt the Holy Spirit tell me today that just that the Holy Spirit is is sufficient enough <laughs> to to do what he he needs to do, and he's going to speak to you. So I'm going to teach very little today, just enough to help us understand how there may be levels of oppression in our life. But I do know because there is such little teaching, and I think we need to be empowered as believers to understand the whole Word of God, the whole truth, I want to put a resource in your hand. There was a message I did, I think it was two years ago. I set up my own little keyword just for you, just for today. I've never done this. But I preached a message called Break Free. In 2022. And all you have to do is text break free to 55525. It's one word break free to 55525. In that message, I do a lot of teaching around this topic to help us all grow and understand. In that message, I, I answer these questions Is there really a devil and are there really demons? In that message, I answer Did God create the devil and his demons? I talk about should we be afraid of the devil? I answer the question, can a Christian be possessed by a demon? I answer the question, how do demons enter our lives and oppress us? I answer the question, are there such things as curses? I answer the question, are are all sicknesses fueled by demonic spirits? And I also address how we actually get our freedom, keep our freedom and grow in our freedom. So if you could text Break Free to 55525, you can be fully resourced with all of those, the answers to those questions. But I'm just going to teach very uh, briefly today because I actually want to give the Holy Spirit room to encounter you in a powerful way and allow God to do what he's here to do today. But the Bible is very clear that we do not just war against uh, of fleshly things, but against demonic spirits. Ephesians six twelve says, "For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places." That is our wrestle. That is our battle. First Peter five eight reminds us. It says, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour." So we have a real enemy. The Bible tells us that. But we don't have to be afraid of the enemy because the Bible tells us in Luke ten nineteen, it says, Behold, I have given you, you and I, believers, authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over what? All the power of the enemy. So the enemy has power, but we have authority over over his power so we don't need to live in fear because we're going to assert our authority over the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of darkness must flee the bible says in 1 john 4 4 it says you are of god little children and have overcome them because he who is in you jesus christ is greater than he who is in the world our enemy so we're going to exercise our authority over the enemy and the kingdom of darkness must flee So when it comes to demons, it's unlike the flesh. Demons cannot be crucified. We cannot tame a demon. We cannot self-help our our way out of of demonic influence. We cannot kill demons. We cannot crucify them. They must be cast out, the Bible says. And we do that through the authority through King Jesus. And so many times sincere Christians like myself for decades tried to, I used a lot of energy trying to suppress tendencies that were being fueled by demonic oppression. I I could not suppress these tendencies. They had to be cast out from my life. And once the authority was asserted and those demons were cast out, my entire life changed. But I want us to know today that freedom and deliverance encounters cannot and casting out of demons cannot be a substitute for living a surrendered life to Jesus Christ. We cannot just run around uh, engaging in sin and and, and engaging in things that invite demonic spirits to oppress our lives. I'm like, well, I'll just go get prayer on Sunday and get set free from those demons. No, we have to crucify our flesh. We have to live an obedient life to Christ. And we cannot use deliverance as a substitute to live a surrendered life to Jesus Christ. Christ and so we need to realize that um demonic oppression is very it's very supernatural demonic oppression getting set free from demonic oppression is supernatural but in the same sense it's also very a natural thing when it comes to a believer it's a supernatural thing but very natural to be addressed with with those who are following Christ Jesus it's a part of Jesus's ministry to us you know in the Bible uh Jesus always combined preaching the gospel with casting out demons and healing the sick. He never actually just sent any of his disciples or Christ followers out to just preach the gospel. He always commissioned them to also heal the sick and to cast out demons. It is a very normal part of the Christian journey, the very normal part of the fullness of the gospel message. I would say that that when you're saved, you're 100% saved. You receive forgiveness. You receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. You are saved. You are going to... Heaven. But if you have not experienced healing in your body and freedom from oppression, you are still bound to a certain degree, and you have only experienced one-third of the fullness of the gospel message. There is healing for you physically, and there is freedom from you, for you from oppression. The Bible talks about in Mark 3, 14 through 15. It says, "'Then he appointed twelve, Jesus, "'that they might be with him "'and that he might send them out to preach "'and to have power to heal sicknesses "'and to cast out demons.'" Matthew 10, 1 says, And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. Anytime Jesus commissions a believer to go out, it's to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, and cast out demons. That is the fullness of the gospel message. And so we have a lot of Christians who are 100% saved. They, They've They've experienced salvation, but they're still bound. They're going. To heaven, but they're still oppressed. They have eternity secured, but they're still sick in their bodies. So, we are a church that believes in the fullness of the gospel message and operating in the authority that King Jesus has given us to set the captives free in all three of these areas. And we have been commissioned to do the same, just as the disciples. We are called disciples of Jesus. We are believers because we believe in the fullness of.